0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Before we get started today, I want to give a shout-out to Reagan, Benjamin, and Thatcher. Reagan drew some pretty great pictures for the website, and you can find those at kidstoriespodcast.com. Thanks for listening, Reagan, Benjamin, and Thatcher. Today's episode is Lomain Mansion Part 3. This is part of Ben-Ben's origin story, and it's the last episode in this series. Ben-Ben and his sister Stella are currently on the run trying to reach Port Town so they can get on a boat and leave the island. With them is a little girl named Bussy and her four cats that they saved from some gloops. Now we're hoping that they can make it to Port Town before the gloops do, so they can leave the island and escape the Gloop army altogether. So let's begin. Stella, Ben Ben, and Bussy started out sneaking through the trees, trying to stay out of sight from the Gloops. Off in the distance, they could see different elements of the Gloop army, and they seemed to be headed in the same direction. Are they heading to Port Town, too? asked Bussy. "'noticing a long line of gloops in the distance. "'What if they get there first before we do? "'We can't fight all those gloops. "'What if they're already at Port Town "'and they've destroyed all the boats, and what if— "'They're not to Port Town yet, Bussy,' interrupted Stella. "'But they will be soon. We need to hurry. "'Ben, Ben, I think we need to run. "'If we stay down by the river, they won't be able to see us, "'and we can get there first. Ben-Ben looked the direction Stella mentioned and nodded. The three kids ran down to a small river with enough cover from trees to keep them out of sight. The river curved right into Port Town, and if they hurried, they could arrive before the gloops. They ran all night and reached Port Town in the morning. They were exhausted. They could see that Port Town, like all the towns in the island, was empty. Its citizens had long abandoned their homes to seek refuge in another place. Once they got into town, Ben-Ben rushed up some stairs that wound up the outside of a building to get a better look. First, he looked out of town at the approaching Gloop army. He wanted to get a good idea of how far away they were. "'How's it look up there, Ben-Ben?' asked Stella. "'Not good, Stella Bella,' he answered." There may be ten minutes out, fifteen at the most. What about down at the docks? asked Stella. Ben-Ben turned around and looked in the opposite direction, down toward the boat docks of Port Town. He noticed movement. He could see people near the only two remaining boats. There's people down there, he said, and boats too. Let's go, said Stella. Ben-Ben rushed back down the stairs, and the three ran down the main road directly to the docks. Both boats were completely full of people. One even had the gangplank removed and was beginning to slowly pull away. The other was still attached by a long ramp to the dock. There were just a couple more people getting on. As they rushed down to the boats, they heard someone on a boat yell, Bussy! It's Bussy! Hearing her name, Bussy looked up and saw her aunt. Aunt Jane! Bussy ran down the ramp and onto the boat. She leaped into her aunt's arms and they hugged and cried, so happy to finally have found each other. Oh, Bussy, said her aunt, we searched for as long as we could but didn't find you, so we came here and we waited as long as we could. Ben Ben and Stella Skye saved me, said Bussy. "'pointing at the two heroes standing on the dock. "'Bussy's aunt stood and began to walk to Ben-Ben and Stella. "'But just as she stood up, two long spears thunked right into the deck of the ship. "'Right next to Bussy and her aunt, "'they stuck up out of the wood planks menacingly. "'Ben-Ben, Stella and everyone turned to the direction of the spear "'and saw the gloop army coming right down through the streets of town, "'right for the boats.' Stella ran to the dock ramp and kicked it in the water. Get out of here, she yelled to the boat. Now! No, yelled Bussy. You have to escape with us. You need to leave now. We'll hold them off and give the boat time to make it out to open sea. It's your only chance. We'll be fine. Go, yelled Stella. Stella turned to Ben-Ben and like he was reading her mind he swung his sword and slashed the rope that tethered the boat to the dock then he reached over to the water over the water and pushed the boat away the boat was filled to the brim with people it was heavy but it slowly floated backward away from port town rustling sounds came from below deck and oars poked out from holes in the side of the boat the sails dropped down and the boat picked up speed. Ben-Ben and Stella Skye glanced at each other for just a moment. They were so tired. They wanted to be on that boat. But even if it could hold them, the gloop soldiers would surely overtake the boat without someone on the dock to stall them. Stella and Ben-Ben had lived on this island their entire lives so they knew there were beaches all over that would maybe have an old boat they could escape on. Or, if they had to, maybe they could steal a gloop boat to make their escape, or or maybe not. It didn't matter now. What mattered now was the countless gloops rolling down Main Street toward the docks, and Stella and Ben-Ben had to hold them off long enough to allow the boat time to escape. Just then they heard Bussy cry out from the boat, Stinklebeans! Oh, Stinklebeans, no! Ben Ben and Stella saw Bussy yelling out toward the docks, and they looked down and noticed one of Bussy's cats, Stinklebeans, pawing around near their feet. He must have climbed out of her pack before she got on the ship. The sight of Bussy sobbing on the boat was too much for Stella to handle. She reached down and picked up little Stinkle Beans, not yet full-grown, still just a kitten. She looked out at the boat now and tried to figure how far away it was. Uh, what are you going to do? asked Ben-Ben. You're not going to try and throw that cat out onto that boat, are you? I could make it, said Stella, visualizing the cat flying through the air and landing right in Bussy's arms. Dude, Stella, that's a cat, not a football. You can't just launch cats out over the water and... Before Ben-Ben could even finish his sentence, Stella reared back and launched this kitten as hard as she could toward the departing boat. Meow! Little Stinkle Beans was getting the ride of his life. You just threw that cat! said Ben-Ben in disbelief. And just as Stella had visualized, little furry Stinkle Beans, his eyes wide open in fear, his claws out, and his fur blowing in the ocean breeze flew right into Stella's aunt's face. Smack! The cat hit her with a thud, and they both fell to the ground. For a second, Stella did that thing where you put your teeth together and then breathe inward like Oh, no, what did I just do? But then her aunt popped right up, holding little Stinkle Beans. Got it. No worries. Thanks, Stella, yelled Bussy as she took the scared kitten in her arms. Dude, you just threw that cat, repeated Ben-Ben, still surprised that that just happened. Then the surprise wore off when they turned away from the boat and toward the impending doom "'of hundreds of gloop soldiers. "'Stella bolted from her place on the docks "'and began running up into town. Benben followed close behind. "'They were trying to use their speed to their advantage "'and simply run out of town. "'Unfortunately, the gloops had them surrounded. "'The ocean was to their backs, and they had nowhere to go. Benben unsheathed both his swords and gritted his teeth. "'Normally?' Ben-Ben was very mild-mannered, a real chill dude. But now, there was no place for mild-mannered. Ben-Ben rushed out into the street and spun on his toes. He held out both swords and sliced through every gloop he passed, knocking away some of their weapons. He continued slashing away and moving, slicing and dodging. Stella Skye pulled out her swords as well and followed Ben-Ben. The coffee shop, Stella... If we make it to the roof, we can climb down the trees next to it and rush out of town, said Ben. Ben. Stella Skye looked and saw a building with a coffee shop in the ground floor. The building had another story on top of that, and there were tall trees near it with branches that hung over the flat roof. If they could make it to the roof, then maybe they could make it to the other side of the building, climb down the trees and run out of town from there. Stella and Ben-Ben slashed and dodged and leaped their way through the horde of gloops that were surrounding them and pressing closer and closer. They barely reached the door in time, and Ben-Ben slammed into it with his shoulder, and it completely flew off its hinges. The two siblings then ran up the stairs all the way to the roof. The gloops were following them up the stairs now. It was only a matter of time before they were entirely trapped up there. Ben-Ben and Stella Skye ran to the edge of the roof where the large tree branches hung low enough for them to climb onto them. They reached for the branches and looked down. What they saw took their breath away. The area beneath the tree, as far as they could see, in fact, was completely filled with gloops. It wasn't just Main Street and down by the docks. The gloops were everywhere, thousands of them probably. If they were to shimmy down the tree, they would just land among another group of gloops. Stella, your powers, said Ben You can teleport us somewhere. Yeah, but I don't know where. And I can only teleport one thing at a time, said Stella. What if we get separated and go to different places? The gloops were bashing on the roof door now. There's nowhere else for us to go, Stella, said Ben You've got to do it. All right, I'll do it, said Stella, holding her hands out toward Ben-Ben, ready to work her magic. I love you, Ben-Ben. I love you too, Stella, said Ben-Ben. And then, through tears, Stella shot Ben-Ben with her teleportation magic, and he blipped out of sight. Then, just as the gloops smashed down the door to the roof, Stella used the magic on herself, She disappeared, teleported to a new and unknown place. The end. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Before I sign off, I want to remind you that never, under any circumstances, should you ever, across any distance, throw a cat. Never, ever, 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 never. It's funny to talk about, but is wildly dangerous and inappropriate to actually do. Here is a brief list of some other animals that you should never throw. Puppies, naked mole rats, mice, gerbils, guinea pigs, tiny horses that have been shot with a shrink ray, worms, fish, wallabies dressed up like koalas, or a duck with a raincoat on. In fact, just move forward in your lives knowing that you shouldn't throw any animal ever. However, it would be cool if you drew a picture of Stella throwing Stinkle Beans onto that boat, and then have your grown-up email that picture to me at kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. That would be cool. Adios!